Hello, everybody. Welcome in on Friday night. <clears throat> of course, instead of Saturday night, we had to switch things up again this week. But yeah, boo, glad... man, boo. <laughs> no, the only reason I the only reason I'm booing that is because I had planned on working on the Goose Story animation tomorrow. Like I was like, oh, I'll have all day tomorrow to work on the animations and get all this stuff done. And I was like, ah. And then Chris texts me. He's like, hey, yeah, we're doing it tonight. Right. Well, <laughs> hey, Daddy's got to make his money. I'm getting, I'm getting a Saturday shift at the bar, so gotta, gotta make some good tips. So, thanks, for, thanks for adjusting and rolling with it. So, yeah, we're so. Just gonna be interesting. <laughs> fuse, fuse relativity coming at you one day sooner. So, yeah. Bam! It's like a shot of adrenaline right there. You weren't expecting it. Yeah, thirty-two episodes in, we we got to keep you on your toes. You know, you got to. <laughs> You bob and weave. Not be consistent whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you thought we were going to zig, but we zagged on your ass is what we did there. Well, no, at least yeah. I was able to get the animation, or at least that that front animation done. I liked it. The pumpkins were a little bumpy, but, you know. And you kept the leaves in the tree, so nobody had to freaking rake them. So I like yes. that. Yeah, nothing worse than having to rake leaves off your lawn. But Friday night, so we're going to do our normal show. Everything is peachy, just switching up for Mr. Excuse me, Three's Company over here has a, a bar shift tomorrow evening. So that's right, Mr. Flemmy. Mr. Flemmy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got to go hockaloogie. Go ahead. We'll I, didn't, I didn't have all day to prepare my voice. So, yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me. Mo, 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 mo. Yeah, come on. Well, drink some honey. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but I just went with Three's Company because uh, at the bar I put that on. We were listening to music, but I had that on mute, and we just watched. It was really odd to see Three's Company because it was just the clothes were hysterical and, like, I don't know. And, like, people were actually having arguments debating whether they liked it or not. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's, it stirred a, a debate. Among the people that had nothing to do with politics, nothing to, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's human beings were, yeah, human beings were discussing and debating in a friendly manner to Ree's company. And for it, it's, it seemed not bad, you know? I'm down with that. Better than the, uh, stuff that people normally debate these days. So, yeah, Three's company. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I, I wasn't guessing that was going to bring us together, but, the, you know, <laughs> we tried everything else. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you did have beer, too. So, you know, that helps. Yes, it was. And it was weird. The one time I went and canned the beer for him, I helped him can it. And I'm like, I just got paid money to put beer in cans. Somehow this seems wrong. I feel <laughs> I feel icky. This is the exact <laughs> like I've sold out. I don't know what's going on. And I'm tipsy turvy, topsy turvy, whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, other than animation on the uh, moment's notice, John, how else are you doing tonight? Yeah. The end of uh, my extended vacation. Well, I say extended. It was nowhere near as long as yours. Oh, but... that's true. But but still bummer that you're almost done with vacation. That's it's the worst when you realize you got to go back to work. Yes. I mean, I've still got two days, but yeah. Yeah, you just know it's coming, though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's hanging over you. I hate that as a crappy. It's like going back to school. Like, ugh. 
Well, and it, I mean, I kind of did this to myself, but the, uh, the trying to rid myself of my nicotine habit at the start of my vacation kind of, uh, ate through most of it. Like, this is the first week where I really haven't had, you know, I don't know a good way to describe it. But withdrawal that... symptoms? <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, it wasn't a pleasant experience. You weren't yeah. having a nice couple of weeks. So, yeah, yeah, the first two weeks were like, eh. And then I'm like, oh, I'm actually not feeling too bad. And, yeah. Well, hey, I think a congratulations is still in order. That's a hard thing to kick. I know from experience, so, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's a tough one. The, the old joke is, uh, it's it's harder. It's like nicotine is harder to kick than heroin. So it, it makes I'm I'm over two. So that's, <laughs> nah, that's, that's joke. <laughs> is it? Is it Kirk? It is it. Yes. <laughs> like Mister Funny over here is telling a joke <laughs> about heroin. I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, what? Yeah. Well, what are we talking about other than yeah? <laughs> well, it's, it's, so we kind of we kind of ran some stuff across, and and one thing we were going to bring up, of course, right off the bat, because we're on Twitch, is the fact that Twitch got hacked recently. Well, not and, just recently. Uh, it was yesterday. Yeah, well, the day before, I think. But yeah. But still, it's uh, it was like a real big hack. And one thing I wanted to point out, because I thought it was a little ridiculous. So Twitch's main code or whatever got hacked and put on the dark web. And all people seem to care about, not that like millions of people's information was out there. All they cared about was that the salaries of the top streamers got put out. And there was so many people complaining about how much money the top streamers make. And it was annoying. I guess, but also it's like capitalist stream there because this wasn't like, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month. This is millions of dollars a month we're talking about for the top ones. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't think it was month. I think it was yearly, but... well. I agree. But it, it was yearly, but it was only yearly from like 2019, and some of them were up above 20 million. Yeah, but it also seems like, like I couldn't figure out why people would care. One and it's, two, there it was all hate. Like, pe well, not all of it, but you know, half it, the people are like, "Oh my goodness, these people are getting paid millions to sit and stream. How dare they!" Well, well, and I think I think a part of it just um, a part of it. I think people think they're creating stuff, so they're almost being artistic. And like in the comedy world, stand-up comedy, a lot of time is spent bitching and griping about the other comedians that are doing better than you. You know what I mean? So there is that kind of you. You are mad at the people that are making money at the thing that you're trying to do. There's just a natural. Yeah. That's a part of it. Oh, I absolutely. Imagine. Well, I mean, just think about. It. First of all, the people that are on the top of that list, it's not like they sat there and they got that way overnight. I mean, most of those people do, like... It took years or months well, to build yeah. their following. And on top well, of that, and... it's they're streaming eight hours a day up to seven days a week. It, I know. It's, not... it's a hard thing to do, especially you're, 
You're essentially entertaining people for eight hours a day, seven days a week. It's, yeah. I mean, you work some... hard for the money, hard for the money, hard <laughs> I, I, I for the money. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say it's working hard for the money, but compared to what some CEOs do, it's probably up there in terms of uh, how hard it is per millions earned, at least for the top ones. Well, just working that much. I mean, like I, I we're not we're talking about later, but I keep seeing stories about like the thirty-two hour work week. So they're saying forty hours is too much, and people aren't as productive. But that's you know we can talk about it later. But I mean, yeah, I mean, just being in front of your computer, just focused, staring at a screen, like doing a project, like it is on a certain level, draining. You know? Yeah. Well, taxing. The, but the funny thing is, is everyone's always talked about four-day work weeks and all of that, and I've been on a. a 36 hour work week for since 2008. Yeah. Yeah, but they're talking about four like nine hour days. Yeah, that's what I do. 12s. Yeah, I'm four. Well, no, that, was, that was the thing that, yeah, it's actually, you don't actually work more hours. They just, you do 32 hours, but they pay you the same. Yeah, right. That, that's the theory. Well, and there's places that have shown that it does help because, I mean, realistically, if you knew you didn't have to work four extra hours that week, but you were still getting paid or, you know, in the, in the sense of eight extra hours that week, but you're still getting paid those eight hours. Yeah, you'd probably work a little bit harder. Well, yeah, because I think that everyone like that, you know, two days off is great, but it's nice to have that one just to run errands because then you can actually have two days where you can kind of enjoy and relax and have fun and do something. Oh, you know what I mean, where it's just that that extra day off really helps. This is and one, it's of just my one extra day off of away from work. Biggest pet peeves of all is the, the fucking work week. And the reason why uh, that's kind of why I like off shifts and I spent five, six years on weekend nights is because everything is more, almost everything happens between the, the stupid hours of 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Like, almost everything. Right. And, you, I'm guessing you worked a couple, like, midnight shifts or something, like like goofy hours. Where you oh, no, I, I worked overnight. So 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., right, Friday so through was, Sunday uh, for five years. Gives your vampire complexion. Yes. Right, got uh, it. You but, avoided the sun. <laughs> the, 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 just the ability and ease of getting stuff done during the week is ridiculous. Like, taking kids to the, the zoo during the week is so much easier than trying to do it on the weekend when everyone and their brother's trying to go. It, it's like, yeah. And like, I'm, against, just, I'm well, against the four-day work week. Uh, of course I you think are. that everyone... Well, I just know that in my line of work, it'll never happen. So I'm voting that nobody gets it. So, yeah. if, oh, if, you, well. so if you can't get everybody, no, come on. There'd be some, ser <laughs> there's a lot of office jobs. This would be better. And then you won't have to go visit their office. So there. Yeah. Know. And well, he, Kirk brings up a point. Like if all the offices went four tens and had Fridays off, you know. I would just have more work to do on Monday. Well, true, but <laughs> I you it's say close. you say it's not possible for your line, but I think it's more probable. Well, it's possible because all they would have to do is break your stuff because you got uh, most delivery companies don't run on Sundays, correct? Most not, not what delivery companies don't run on Sundays? Uh, they do not. No. Yeah. So if you're 
you say it's not possible, but I, I would beg to differ the fact that you have six days that most delivery companies run. If you split it 312s and 312s, you now have two shift or you know two separate shifts that are fully 100% covering your delivery schedule. Yeah. So in, in fact, just... it could benefit you by only having to work Monday through Wednesday and having a four-day weekend. Yeah, I just know it would never happen, unfortunately. This is shaking up his schedule too much. It's rocking his world. I, he, I, he, he, he again it. <laughs> he, he's shaking his pitchfork at you right now. Get it. Ah, get, get, don't change my schedule. I like my schedule. Get, uh, yes, yeah, but... I'm a preacher. And I don't like change. Get off my lawn. All right. But, I mean, just as of, you know, personal well-being, having those extra days off, like, imagine, I mean, you're in a position where you're already doing 12-hour shifts, especially sometimes of the year, correct? Yes, correct. I mean, yes, you would potentially lose money because you wouldn't be doing those 12-hour shifts five days a week. You'd only be doing them three. But the fact that you would have two extra days off would be huge. Oh, if if it were, if I thought it was a possibility, I would be the first one signing the petition. But I just don't think it's a possibility, so I would never get my hopes up. And I'm just going to uh, not give it to anybody else either. So, <laughs> well, take that. See, it doesn't affect me either because I'm already in a field that is very heavily three twelves anyway. Wait, do you work in in a hospital or at a medical? Where do you, where do you work? Yeah, I'm I'm in a hospital. Okay, I meant for, I meant to ask you last week. Seriously, when a new nurse pops in, do they have to tell her like, "Look, you're going to see a pale guy walking around. You don't need to <laughs> you don't need to lure him back into bed and stick an IV in him. It's just John. He works here. It's okay. Does do they have to brief him? No, no. <laughs> he, he's got to have two name tags. Yeah, not a patient. Not yeah, <laughs> seriously, seriously, not a patient. <laughs> no, my eyes always look like that. I, it's you cool. know, <laughs> I have, do have to answer that. It's very rare. It's like once a year, but yes, that question does come up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in fairness, I look like a fucking raccoon, so I'm not surprised. I've had people say like, "Oh, it's a some women I bet wish their eyes look like that." I'm like, what? Like, I don't think they look like they want to look like they have two black eyes 100% Constantly. of the time. Yeah. Like you kind of look like the chick from Fight Club. Or what? <laughs> like that's just that's... real pale. And... No, it's like uh, Uncle Fester with uh, Little what was the, the Uncle Fester with the chick, Elvira, with her okay. eyeballs. Didn't yeah. Elvira just come out? She's, uh, is she lesbian? Wasn't that the news? I swear that just broke. I saw that flash on something. I cannot comment to that. Yeah, I don't All keep right. I don't keep up with those. Uh, it's not my algorithm, Kirk. It's Halloween's coming up. Come on, it's Elvira time. I don't I don't know why it popped in either. <laughs> it shows a little bit about your search history. <laughs> oh, mine is a random person, like the random jokes. Of, no. <laughs> like yodeling or what you know how to how to how to yodel okay and then it's uh chips because i wrote i wrote a joke they're they're doing a remix of chips 
uh, and it's called uh, microchips because all the actors are uh, midgets. So they're doing <laughs> a, come on, microchips, nothing. I feel like hey. I've heard that one before. Oh, you'll really? Stop <laughs> All right. Well, wait. Well, what were we? I forget. We were, yeah, uh, I, I don't know because we we started we, off with privacy and then we ended up on me being a raccoon. So, oh well, we that's usually where we end up, John. So, uh, but no, my, we were talking. Well, we were talking about privacy because Twitch got hacked, and right. it you know there's just all these uh, hacks going on, and people are constantly having their identity stolen, and my, you know, go I, ahead, I, know John. I my point of this and why I brought it up and wanted to talk about it is, I don't think there is a reasonable expectation to privacy on the internet anymore because it doesn't matter. I have been hacked by with from two major companies this year alone, that being Twitch and T-Mobile. And okay. before that, it was what was the big credit reporting one that got hacked. It just seems like every year another company is like, oh, yeah, we got hacked. Sorry. And it's like, well, well why, do, why, why do we even trust these companies anymore if it's just going to be that, yeah, in six months it's, oh, yeah, sorry, we got hacked. All your shit got leaked. Might as well oh, just. Right. And at a certain point, I mean, if, if whole countries are getting taken down by other countries, what chance does a, you know what I mean, like a little startup company have of, you know, defending that at a certain point, isn't it? It's just like they're, if, if people really want to hack something, they're going to hack it. Well, and that's just it. And it's like Twitch isn't just this, you know, small time company. It, it's, it's owned by Amazon. So if Twitch got hacked, there is potential uh, reason to believe that Amazon could be next right. or well, that they was, have backdoored their themselves into you Amazon. Just, you just brought up a good point, John. It was probably Elon. He's a he's behind it, <laughs> but I mean that's my point is with all these companies. I mean, what's the the biggest one would be Google. If someone managed to backdoor into Google and get all of that, I mean, there there's no reasonable expectation of privacy anymore because everything's leaked. I know my social security is on the dark web somewhere. I know my email with all my old passwords is on the dark web somewhere. I've had er uh, email alerts from the multitude of different companies that I've had to sign up with uh, fraud detection. They're like, oh, yeah, all your shit's on the dark web. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, but in fairness, when anybody tries to use your information, it all comes up vampire. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do not sell this man garlic. I can't buy <laughs> garlic. It's horrible. Well, yes, privacy is kind of a farce anymore, right? Because, I mean, just the amount of information that's taken from your cell phone, it would be mind-boggling if you actually knew. And that's the right. thing that, that amazes me about people nowadays. Especially the, the ones that think that they're tracking people through the COVID vaccines. They really wanted to track you. You're voluntarily carrying around shit that tracks you. Yeah, you're you're linking where you're going and checking in and how you're doing and Ubering to there and yeah, they can you're already uh, doing it to yourself. And Google default tracks your phone or you know, your account if it's geolocated 
I think it defaults. They may have changed it. I just that's know that, creepy. Yeah, you're far. You're 14 minutes away from home. You you're going. You're going here. You're like easy Google. That's why they they track it is because they it's an they sold it as an ease of use thing that they can say now we can tell you oh it's going to take you 20 minutes to get home or to go to work but if you went this route it'll take you 10 because there's an accident on this way like oh the first time that happened to me john i actually like i mean i'm not even joking i like turned off my phone because it was like I got in my car to come home from work and it was like, Hey, you're, you know, 20 minutes for whatever from home. And I'm like, wait a minute. How does it know? Yeah. But like most people are going to look at that and they're going to be like, Oh, cool. You know, it'll, it'll every once in a while alert me that there's something going on. I have never been alerted that there was a traffic accident or traffic slowdown on my way home. And I've hit it almost every single day. That's a a different rant that I want to do, but it's isn't it, isn't it kind of bad that you're basically you're removing people's ability to drive themselves home afterward because you take the same route like most people when they drive before cell phones telling you where to go all the time people would zone out because they drove the same way each time so they're already on autopilot so it's like you're autopiloting at somebody who's already on autopilot well, you know what I, I mean like. You're taking away any responsibility of where they're actually going. I doubt people use GPS to get home. I I think a majority of the things, like, I'll look and see if, because it usually pops up about a half an hour before I leave for work. And it'll say, you know, hey, 20 minutes from home or whatever. And I I just look to make sure it's not like 40 minutes to home, because then that would indicate that there's something going on. Right, a traffic thing to avoid, like go a different way. I go home in the middle of the night, so it's almost never anything. And they also never report anything that's going on. I've had the interstate closed where I get on the interstate, and it didn't tell me. It's just like, yeah, you're good. Drop the ball, Google phone. I feel like the next best thing, if I had, like, like the next time I take two weeks of vacation, would be just to drive to completely random places for two weeks just to throw off everything. (laughs) What are you doing with your vacation? I'm throwing off my phone. I'm really screwing with them. Uh, You know what? Screw you, coordinates. I'm doing my own thing. (laughs) But, I mean, it's not... Time well spent. Time well spent, yeah. We got on this topic, but it's not even that reliable. Because I don't work Fridays. And yet, every single Friday, I get a thing that says, hey, 20 minutes or 26 minutes to work. And I'm like, I don't work Friday. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not I'm not volunteering to go in because Google told me to. I'm not lazy phone, get off my back. God. Just, well, well and in. you could I mean you could say the same thing, John, for like cookies and all that stuff that Oh, it's all the same. Wait, yeah, it's ba- all you're bad mouthing cookies? What the <laughs> hell? No, internet cookies, different thing, Kirk. Oh. Proceed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, cookies are like information that's tracked when you go to a website. And, you know, you have to basically now you have to accept it. Otherwise, you can't really get onto the site. Right. They make it so big, you can't see anything else and get around it. So he's like, yes, all right. Yeah. I really need to see that story about Elvira. So I'm going to click on that. It said Halloween boobs. I had to look. <laughs> okay. 
probably. I, I, I know this is kind of off of cookies, but it, it does kind of relate to Facebook because Facebook is one of the ones that tracks a lot of that. Same with Google and I would assume Amazon. Um, because I, I, we're kind of veering off privacy a little bit. But did well, you I, see? I have something. Well, I hate to just real quick. I'm yeah. trying to close my Facebook account. It's a pain. I can't figure it out. I need yeah. I need help. I need tech support to close my Facebook account because the the module doesn't want me to stop giving it information. Like it's really like I I looked at three YouTube videos how you can close your Facebook and I still don't get it. <laughs> that 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 leads me into my thing a little bit better. That Facebook wants to uh, make everyone work more efficient and work from home more efficient. They want to efficiently make people work more. Oh, the more you're on the computer, and if you can just if you're working for work on your computer, but you can just click over and check, you know, yeah, eyeballs. I, that's I, what they I want. saw that, and I was like, that's. Zuckerberg's just as bad. He just he just doesn't have phallic shaped rockets. Maybe he should. <laughs> yeah. It's like look, you're he's like I'm a. I think he goes look, I'm a dick, but at least I'm not that. At least I don't commit that fully to it. <laughs> I, I fear well, I've de derailed us a bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about privacy, and and obviously we're dancing around and joking about but realistically it all boils down to there's not a whole lot of it left and Ooh. everybody kind of you know gets it's hard to not be tracked the only way to do that is to be completely off the grid which most people aren't so and makes you even more suspicious Right, it makes you for, seem like for a no reason. Yeah, yeah, you're a loner in a shed you're, you're run a write a manifesto and Start sending mail bombs and stuff. Well, whatever. Like I always think, like it seems like. Look, the nerds won, but they their computer addiction that they couldn't handle. They forced everybody to be addicted to computers too, and now everybody can't live without them. So the nerds couldn't handle their own drug. What do you think about that theory? Well, I mean, it John, was inevitable. That made me think of. Did you see the story about the kid who created Ethereum? The uh, altcoin? Yeah. Uh-uh. So there was a story that came across my my uh, algorithm the other day that said, the kid that created Ethereum did so because Blizzard nerfed his World of Warcraft character. And now he's probably rich enough to buy Blizzard. Possibly, but that was the, it cracked me up because I was just like, really? You were so mad that they took down your character stats that you created an alternate currency? Huh. Ah, uh, that's, that's not that surprising. Especially when Ethereum's, what, number two now, coin-wise? Yeah, but he said he cried himself to sleep that night, so. Well... That, that's the thing when you get into those sort of fandoms, though, like World of Warcraft or uh, uh, what's the other one? I can't think of it because I never played it. I can think of the company's name. Anyway, when you get into those sort of fandoms and they make little changes that affect, you know, 
little things, people get outright upset about it. Like, it's... I guess from my perspective, I was just a little bit taken back. Like, wow. Look, and whatever, I... whatever you just said, Chris, I understood. The only one I understood was Blizzard. And, <laughs> and it, it wasn't the Dairy Queen ice cream thing. It took me a minute to figure that out. <laughs> okay. So, that's the only one I understood. So you guys are on your own on this. Yeah. All right. Well, how about William Shatner? Do you understand that? I do know William shit. Yes, he's he's going to space. <laughs> Woo! He, he is going to space. Uh October 12th is set. Space the final <laughs> frontier. Come on, that was like that's that's, that's be, pretty good. It, it wasn't bad. You know, if he died in space, that would be so poetic. I guarantee Actually, you he's going to quote that before he flies too. He better. <laughs> and the only I was I was talking to people and the only theory was just as long as he doesn't wear the red shirt he should yeah. come back okay because <laughs> <laughs> come on star trek joke ba-boom bang yeah <laughs> he gets in the rocket and he's like wait where's where's the guy with the visor where's uh where's <laughs> spock at yeah it's just me oh god oh I, mean, he was I don't spock. know what i'm doing i was like huh? you said visor and i was like that's not that's data, and that's Picard. Oh, dude, yes. I don't know Star Trek. I was just going with the. I mean, I, I know, I know vaguely. I know the terms. <laughs> I know the thing. There's Scotty. He always needs more power, apparently. And then, yeah, Spock was he had a Vulcan death grip of some sort. Um, there was the Klingon guy. There was a Hulu. God, I not not the. Uh, not the Hulu you're thinking of. Different Hulu. Anyway, so <laughs> William Shatner is going up on the next Blue Origin launch, which is scheduled for the 12th. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, from all I can see, he's terrified. And I would be, too, because... Especially after, after that. Yeah. Yeah. After the essay they put out saying that... Don't fuck the on these Origin, rockets. <laughs> Blue Origin is like... Not, I don't know. Don't fly on that one. So it'll be interesting. I don't think Amazon's going to blow up Captain Kirk, but you know, it's just one of those things that, uh, <laughs> I, you know what I think? I think this is a, a, an elaborate episode of Rescue 911. <laughs> Do you guys remember nothing? Really? Okay. No, I, I, I know Rescue 911. I don't think that was William Shatner, was it? No. Yes, it was. I... Bullshit, John. I, I'm looking it up right are, now. <laughs> you are wrong. I will tell you. It was William Shatner on Rescue Nine. It was William Shatner. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> okay. I I'm thinking of when you said that. I was thinking of Squad Fifty One. Like when you said Rescue Nine One, I was like, oh, and immediately I popped to Squad Fifty One because we've see. I don't. I don't know what Squad Fifty One is. Is it like T.J. Hooker? Um, like we're going back and forth. We're our references are missing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Squad Fifty One was. Uh... Oh no, it's not Squad Fifty One. Don't know what the hell I'm thinking of. <laughs> well, uh, regardless, uh, it's so it got me thinking about rocket launches, right? So uh, we got. 
people going up now and space tourism, John has apparently it's gotten a little crazy in the last couple of weeks, just like you kind of prognosticated a little bit. And I guess, uh, my question to you was going to be, what is going to be the limiting factor to this emergency? That's what it was called. Um, He asked Bust. you a question about the proctologist. I, 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 I was your episode of the proctologist, is what I heard. Uh, it's going to be cost. <laughs> because Blue Origin, well, Blue Origin's kind of cheap, same with Virgin Galactic, but they're still not, you know, I can't even say that without, because I don't know the costs of uh, Blue Origin or Virgin Galactics. Would you say cheap, or would you, but you're not saying slutty, right? <laughs> uh, I guess just, the question is, how long till it's free with Prime? But yeah, <laughs> the, 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 here's the, the thing with Blue Origin and Virgin. They have limited seats, which means that no matter how many times they can launch, they're limited to that four or five people. And there is very little they can do to expand that, because as far as we know, Blue Origin, that's their only rocket. They have prototypes and little pieces of stuff of the bigger one, but they're five to seven years away from even getting that into orbit. They only have the Mini Cooper. That's the only yeah. one they got. Whereas well, you flip it, and SpaceX is damn near ready to launch Starship. Now, if... Because I looked at it, or I looked at some of the stuff, we were talking about how Starship was looking to fly, you know, people sub uh, or suborbital to get across the world in like 20 minutes. They're planning on taking a thousand people in those trips. Or they think that the Starship can carry a thousand people in those trips. Which means that if Starship itself costs a million dollars and you can fit a thousand people on it, that's what? I want to say it's a thousand dollars a seat, uh, a ticket. It might be ten. That's still, that's a lot of money. You know, for a... no, it's a thousand dollars a ticket. No, it's not. Like, if if you could buy a thousand dollar ticket on Starship and go from uh, Boca Chica to Australia, it's going to be cheaper than if you tried to fly from Colorado Springs to Australia. Wow. So my other question, I know I just like. Well, and I kind of took it off on tangent but yes go yes so my other question was was like what do you think about uh my concern is going to be the faa because i feel like a lot of the the rocket launches could be happening much faster if it wasn't for all the red tape that was being thrown around i mean yes but that's that's because i can't look at melbourne because it's uh Uh, so once the FAA kind of, and this is where Elon has been fighting the FAA, FAA in regards to space travel, treats everything like old school space. That is not how SpaceX is doing it. SpaceX is very much rapid, reusable. They want to launch and land a starship you know, potentially same day, 
or at least launch and land the booster and then launch another starship from with that booster the same day. And so are those are they self flying? Are there actual yeah. pilot in there, or is it just no. all computers? Like so, there's actually somebody in there flying nope. the plane. The booster, no. well, the booster is completely autonomous, and as of right now, ooh, as of right now, the uh, dragon is also autonomous. Um, are are you autonomous? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> are are you? Don't a ask him, might explode. Are you a doubting autonomous? Ayo. Okay, no. Okay. But yeah, so the booster <laughs> is autonomous and would come back, and their their plan is to put another starship on and launch it. That's mm -hmm. why they want to get all of these um, starships built so that they have this massive fleet of rapidly reusable ships. Um which is completely different to anything else anyone else is doing. Because although Blue Origin is planning on full reusability, they're still going to be completely... I think they're still using the drone ship technique. I know I'm not. <laughs> and like Virgin Galactic, they're, they're just space tourists right now. They have a successful orbital rocket, which is more than Blue Origin can say. Um, but that it, it's right now, it's just SpaceX. It's just determinate SpaceX, and SpaceX is not playing nicely with rules that were set up for old school space. I know I kind of circled around because I was trying to figure out what to say with that. Well, because I know that like uh, the last couple. Uh, I don't know, probably week I've seen stories about how the FAA is kind of keeping Elon's launches in check, essentially. <clears throat> and I started to wonder if maybe the FAA is just trying to keep a little control while they still can eh. of, of the flights no, that are going up. It's bureaucrat bureaucratic bullshit because it's, it's rules and regulations set forth for companies that were only planning on launching one or two rockets a year. Elon Musk, when he applied for all this stuff, like if, if I'm not mistaken, when they applied for launch permits out of Boca Chica, they went through those super fast because of all the test flights they were doing. And the FAA is like, well, now you can't have any more because, you know, rules. It's like, you've how already are you? used up your passes. You've, yeah. already, you've, you've already blasted enough rockets, no more. Oh, and that's just it. It's like you can't because they have to apply for stuff like any traditional space company would. Like ULA isn't going to try and test and launch five rockets, so they don't have to apply. They're, you know, they apply for the one rocket launch. SpaceX is pushing the boundaries of, you know, everything. And they're getting slowed up having to file for permits and get permission to... Well, and just yeah, just do what every other space company is doing because it doesn't affect them nearly as much as it's affecting SpaceX. So, but then how does that tie in, I wonder, to space tourism? Because that's eventually going to be the bottom line, right? Is, you know, if you got, if you got rockets to the point where they can just at will take people up, how is the FAA going to handle that? You know, if you got three launches a day every day. The only company that's close to doing that is potentially SpaceX and maybe Blue Origin. 
But even with Blue Origin, they'd have to have a fleet of those um the airplane is it airplane two? No, that's that's Virgin. Oh. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Um But yeah, Virgin would have to have a fleet of aircraft to facilitate even more than a launch a day. And for even space then, to, well, for space tourism to work, you're going to need to find a place for people to stop to pee. Am I right? Some sort <laughs> of McDonald's someplace. Well, and realistically, it's a pretty good diaper, Kirk. Oh, well, okay. well, you should know who, who better, who, who he's urinated more in his pants more than this <laughs> guy. Am I right, John? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, I mean, realistically, it all falls back to SpaceX. Because Blue Origin is nowhere near being able to do multiple launches a day. And they're still suborbital, which means they take off and land right back where they land or launched from. Which, which means is ama- amazing, by the way. That still amazes me. Well, yeah. That, that kind of limits their field of view. Like, if they launch and something horrendous happens, they're in the middle of the desert, right? In West Texas. I want to say desert, but like prairie, pretty much. Right. There's not going to be a lot of innocent bystanders taken yeah, down no. with them. They're not going to land in bustling city, metropolis. That, that's where Blue Origin has some backup, is that they are launching in the middle of nowhere. Same with uh, Virgin Galactic, is they're launching out of the desert. And, you know, I think they had an issue with their last launch where the spaceship drifted a little bit off course which is requiring some investigation last I heard, because they were supposed to launch again, but that's was put on hold. Well, when rockets get that age, they get to be teenagers and they don't listen. So it's bad to happen. That's just it. Like SpaceX, or not SpaceX, Virgin and Blue Origin are probably set up to get unlimited flights out of their respected zones, depending on how safe they can prove their vehicles are. SpaceX is still the only one that's actually trying to go to orbit. Which is a whole different ballgame. It just seems like it's going to be too easy to regulate it. If you're the FAA, you would be able to put a stop to it. Like, not not a stop, but, you know, uh, well, we've got a plane flying through there tomorrow, so... No launch. I'm sorry. Well, that's they just put the the flight restrictions up, and that's that's where it's going to really hinder SpaceX is if they want to have a zone where they're constantly launching rockets, they're going to have to have a permanent flight restriction. And on top of that, they'll have to have a permanent uh, boating restriction in their potential landing zone. There's a lot that's going to potentially happen if SpaceX starts doing long launches daily. Now, like I was saying, with Virgin and Blue Origin, they're in the middle of nowhere. If you put a flight up, flight restrictions there, it's like it may affect a couple flights a year, but they will very quickly find ways around it. In fact, they'll probably have a tourism of flying around launches as they're doing them. But with SpaceX, you have the ocean you have to clear. You have the airspace you have to clear. You have the land you have to clear. All of that has to be clear 
to launch a rocket. And if they're planning on launching multiple rockets a day or multiple, you know, rockets a week, that has to be closed almost permanently all around SpaceX. Right. Which I think that's kind of my point is I'm saying like, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, all this innovation that SpaceX is doing is being hampered by the FAA at this, you know, if, if there was no FAA, Elon could just be firing rockets up every day and nobody would care. So Uh, on a certain level though, it's probably keeping from a couple planes from getting exploded. I mean, there's, there's a little rhyme to the reason, right? I mean, you can't, Hey, you can't launch all the time. There's planes flying that, that seems I'm for that. Well, and that's, that's why they're there is they don't want to fly something happen. They have to terminate the rocket and all of a sudden you have rocket landing on top of a uh, bridal shower boat out in the Gulf of Mexico. You know, that that's why they have those restrictions. And if it comes to the point where they'll just have to... Well, and that's the other thing. That's why SpaceX was looking at those um, oil platforms. Because the FAA technically only operates in the United States. If they moved it into international waters... Um, I think they can skirt a few of the rules just a little bit. That that was going to be my suggestion was, yeah, they have essentially you essentially would have to go international waters, which would then, you know, the FAA doesn't have any purview over that. So which they is could why theoretically they bought two oil drill oil drilling platforms to use as mobile uh, rocket launching platforms. Yeah, they've already thought of this. Yeah, seems like that would be the most logical way to go, would be to just... Uh, <laughs> Say, fuck you, America, and go 20 <laughs> miles outside the, the jurisdiction. Yeah. Skirt the rules, do the best, you know, and that it's unfortunate, I think, that that's the way it has to be for this type of innovation to happen, because, you know, there's so many rules sometimes that you get, you, you got to find your way around the rule to do what you want to do, even though, from what we know, there's big things going on here. Yeah. Sorry, I, I I know we were talking about space. I just looked up, or I just happened to look at my phone, and it, it had a news article that said, NASA is about to launch a spacecraft to explore ancient fossil asteroid that led... What? Oh, that that led and trailed Jupiter around the sun. So it it, it led and followed Jupiter. Ah. So it, it, it likely absorbed a lot of the asteroids that were around Jupiter when it was, you know, forming. I'm assuming that's what it meant. Did it take a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> I keep I keep seeing all these uh uh articles that come through like my algorithm on my phone that comes through is mostly space stuff and then you know i get some stuff peppered in mostly football and you know things of course that i'm interested in but apparently there's some big asteroid making its way into our solar system yeah and, uh, i saw that you know, does it think it's better than us it's all big <laughs> i think they're worried about it hitting the earth i don't know something uh, like that i mean eventually some big comet or asteroid is going to hit. It's just a matter of time. Well, with that attitude, sure. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, it, it's <laughs> Jupiter can only block us from so many. There will eventually be one that hits us. So Jupiter is like our offensive line? Yeah. Hmm. If you actually look, Jupiter absorbs a lot of the stray asteroids in the uh, galaxy. Same with the moon. The moon absorbs a bunch too. But, yeah, it, it's, it acts as a very good defense against things that are, are not exactly in ideal orbits. And they, I mean, I mean, I don't want to be a dumb space guy here, but if, if Jupiter and the moon can absorb them, then, I mean, is it, why would it destroy us instantly? Well, You're... there's no, there's no life on those planets, so. Oh, it's, to give you a perspective, um, Kirk, when the last set of asteroids hit Jupiter, people with backyard telescopes could see the flashes. And the burning spots were visible from satellites for, or from telescopes for a while afterwards and were many times the size of Earth. So if one of those got through and then hit Earth, it's like, you know, billions it, of nuclear weapons times 100. It, were... it would take something, I think, the size of, uh, like, a football field would be game over extinction um like the somebody... one in armageddon was the texas that was the texas so yeah but that's <laughs> i i think something the size yes, i know wait that wasn't a documentary screw you <laughs> that was a documentary that that's ken burns at his finest <laughs> but i think well, it's uh 10 to 14 kilometers okay maybe i'm wrong that's not surprising. That's um, impossible. You're, you're infallible, John. I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> I've only known you for months, but I've been telling you that for years. It's weird. You, you were the random guy <laughs> texting him. <laughs> right. I would just drive by at night and just yell that, and then you'd, you wouldn't hear it. But I'd still, I'd do it. I was committed to a mental institution. <laughs> hey, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I actually... Yeah. You know, it's funny we were you you mentioned Jupiter and I was like I was like, that's what I was wanting to talk about this week before we moved the podcast up of up a day. You guys are gonna bust my balls for making all right, next week we'll go back. You, you if oh if we would have had one more day, this would be an Academy Award winning podcast. but because I had to move it up, it's all gone to hell. Thanks a lot, Kirk. All right, go ahead. Well, as long as you know. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm I'm hearing you guys loud and clear. The audience, <laughs> the fuse relativity audience of you know millions, they hear it too. We, they had to change their schedules, Kirk. That's hard for millions of people. It's good to get you out of your rhythm. It just shook you up. That's all I was doing. I, I don't really, I don't have a job. No, I. I <laughs> I saw some real interesting information on Jupiter, which I wanted to dive into, but future episode, it's not a big deal. It's Jupiter. It's hanging out, blocking Jupiter. us from, you know. <laughs> Jupiter can wait. It's taking hits for us, asteroids. <laughs> so, well, we've kind of had a little bit of a hodgepodge tonight. Uh, you know, Friday night, we're having fun. Uh, I'm not used to working uh, a podcast after working all day, so 
my brain's a little scattered myself, so it's cool. You but, did get, uh, you squeezed in some guitar playing halfway. Come on, that was a blast. That was it fun. was. It was fun. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that I could make that happen. Better than a cigarette break by far. Easily. Yes, absolutely. My lunch break at Kirk's house. It was kind of <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't know how Shoop felt about it, but. You know. I'm just, next time you're you're washing your hands before you play guitar. I'm just saying you're wearing what anyway. This <laughs> is <just> filthy. <laughs> wow. All right, I'll remember that. <laughs> yes, no, and, and Shoop Shoop did not mind at all. She, she got some food. She got some pizza crust out. She's like that guy can come over anytime. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. She barks at me before I even make it into the parking lot so it's a hello bark though come on is it a snarling i'm gonna murder you i'm gonna rip your throat out bark sometimes oh wow <laughs> you were you were in the bathroom though you didn't see it that's all right true she all right so she probably won't murder you but if she does i'm sorry ahead of hey, time it was just all right <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh Let's hopefully Kirk, you were prepared and did a Kirk's corner this week, and I think we should uh, head on over there. All right. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll have that for you guys tomorrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? John made something. We're supposed to catch something. It's a cat. Oh. There's a, is a cat in the corner. No. Is that what that was? I saw it. <laughs> Shoop is in the corner. Is that what that was? It was Shoop. Okay. And then that looks like uh, is that. Cavassier? What is that bottle? Or a fancy bottle. Magic potion. I I was trying to go Halloween. Okay. Oh, magic potion. Drink it, Kirk. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. And what is it? It looks like, uh, what is it? It's a creepy finger rock of some kind. It's a rock with the uh, orange beaks. Oh my god, they're <laughs> geese. Oh, it's a little geese. Okay. What the hell is that, John? I, I would like to... This took a few times, but I would like to introduce Mount Goosemore. Oh, <laughs> okay, all right. From the, there was a, we had jokes about Mount Rushmore, so it combined it with the geese. Okay, got it. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. I like it. There's a distinguished... The, the Lincoln Goose looks drunk. I'm just going to say right now, he, should, he looks hammered. Well, okay. So, hey, well, thanks for the new animation. Awesome as always. So, uh, Kirk's Corner, it was, it, you know what? It ended up, for some reason, a lot of these jokes ended up revolving. They had like a kid feel. Like, it was, I think I was in uh, kid mode. So, and then there, there's two, two more lists at the end. So, here's some, here's some Kirk's kid jokes. Uh, here we go. Are you guys ready? You guys ready for some some sweet jokes, some kid yeah, jokes? Let's hear right. it. How about uh, this one? Uh, losing your retainer truly misses the point. You're supposed to you're supposed to retain it. Ugh. Come on, you're not. So, all right. How, all right. Uh, how about witches? This is for Halloween. Witches use spell check. Come on. Is this thing on? <laughs> okay. Um, all right, my house, my house is completely childproof. No child has got in yet. Come on. It's <laughs> a fortress. <laughs> you can childproof anything by putting broccoli on or near it. They won't <laughs> come anywhere near that. 
Um, speaking of vegetables, peeing your pants and having peas in your pants smell exactly the same. <laughs> it's e- equally bad. It's just unpleasant. Um, here's one. This is if you're in shop class. This is if you guys took, did you guys take shop class? I did I not. Did. All right. Okay. This one you may. Okay. If you make, if you make a hole in a board, you're boring. Okay, that was <laughs> that was for the woodsman. That was for the, uh, the craftsman. Okay, how about this? I bet Shaquille O'Neal never orders Kobe beef. Come on, out of respect. <laughs> okay, um, you, a lot of people come to us for weight loss. Here's weight loss tip number eighty-seven: only eat shredded cheese. Okay, all right, <laughs> gonna not gonna keep you fat. And John, you're a computer guy. Help me out with this. Why isn't there an app that fills out applications? Hashtag app app. Can't we make this happen? I'm sick of applying with the same nonsense. Make it happen, John. App app. Tell um, me tell me something about yourself that I need to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a good listener. What? See? All right. Anyway, okay. So here's the last one. Um, the dyslexic politician lost in a landslide after repeatedly kissing hands and shaking babies. <laughs> that's that's, that's going to cost you votes. That's, um, all right. So those are the, some of the, jo- those are the kid jokes. Now we're just two lists, two lists. The first one is I came up with the, these are the least popular ice cream flavors. I've made, I may have done this before, but they're new ones. They're different. These ice cream flavors do not sell well. Are you guys ready? Are you interested? Yes. Okay. First one, broccoli road. Ugh, that is not <laughs> broccoli. Um, under the couch cushion delight. That, uh, yeah, that's that is, a no. That's a no. <laughs> I do not want even want a sample of that one. Um, everything even my dog won't eat. That is a short, disgusting list. Um, all right, two more. Uh, the other one was bubble gum and hairballs. That uh, ugh, that's a bad combo. And the last one, my personal favorite. Least popular ice cream flavors, Salma Vanilla. <laughs> Salma. All right. So there's uh, that. And then the other one. Do you guys, Chris, I know um, you remember Bo Jackson. Of John, course. Do you, remember, do you remember Bo Jackson? You remember, he was the I Bo Nose so. guy. Bo Nose football. Bo, you remember the Bo Nose campaign? He that... was a two-way player, played football, baseball. And yeah, huge. I was going to say, it's, it sounds familiar, but I'm not. Okay. Wow, it was so big, John. Did you know it spun off and it was also there was a clown named Bozo. So I have it was it's Bozo Nose. So you guys are you guys ready for what Bozo Nose? Yes. All right, here's the Bozo Nose floppy shoes. Okay. Bozo Nose pies in the face. Okay. Bozo Nose seltzer water in the pants. And the last one, Bozo Nose carpooling. All right. So there's, there's Kurt corner. Those are the jokes. You guys heard them. You guys have first crack at confusion, anger, or uh, joy, whatever (laughs) hits your fancy. I like Salma vanilla. Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) I want to say the broccoli one. I could have swore it immediately brought back a sense that we've looked at ice cream before. And I can't remember when. I remember there was like that corn dog phase where the, the taste yeah. test. Yeah. There was also ice cream. I just can't remember. 
Wait, Jeff Bezos put an ice cream machine in his yeah, house. Yeah, I know. It was some I weird... swear I had other ice cream flavors too. I think that was just a running bit. I'll have to, you know, you'll yeah. have to go back to the archives. Maybe it could have been. I just remember looking and trying to get an ice cream that was really bizarre flavored. I have to try and jog my memory. <laughs> Please. You haven't you haven't been jogging in years. Even your <laughs> memory. Who you? Okay. All right, John. With that, let's uh go Get back to our yeah. Goose Mount Rushmore. That's gonna haunt my dreams. <laughs> well, if you saw my question relativity this week, the moon would haunt your dreams. But yes. So Check it out. It's a creepy moon. Oh, okay. I think I missed that. I've caught all the. I must have missed that last one. I've, yeah, I've been up to date. It it came out on Tuesday. Question relativity. I animate. Well, John animated it, but I drew I, everything. So. Oh yeah, good point. Yes. Uh there was some stuff you animated. I just had to. Yeah, but you walked me through it because that shit's kind of hard. Um, yes. I. uh yeah, I'm gonna need some more lessons because I'm I'm not the uh, I'm not the best at it, but I'm willing to keep going. So, no. John, next week, John is gonna teach it to a uh, uh, a monkey with uh, mental problems and have an easier time. <laughs> eh, probably. No. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, it's that time of night. Let's is go off topic. Off topic. We're going up. All right. Who's going first for off topic? Uh, see, that's where John, with his new soundboard, can put in a drum roll. If I could figure out how to get it to work. Oh, we're so close to sound effects. It's, it's, <laughs> every, you, can, you, can almost, you can almost taste them. Every time I try and get it working, it crashes my computer, and I don't know why. Hmm. Well, it, it's clear that you hate Kirk. So <laughs> that, yeah, I mean. <laughs> He's been so excited for sound effects, so clearly. Yeah. Well, hey, Kirk, what do you got? I know you got something up on, on tap. All right. So when we have sound effects, you'll know John no longer hates me as much. That's what the sound <laughs> Okay. Um, so, yeah, off topic. Here's what I came up with. I saw it was a story as a man in India, and he was named the shortest competitive bodybuilder by Guinness Book of World Records. And he, this guy is three feet, four inches. Um, first of all, um, I mean, just my two cents, three foot, four inches, not much of a bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> his body is pretty small, not a, a bad bodybuilder. Um, uh, you know, and also he, he, the second thing, this guy, he also, he wants to break the world record for most pushups in a minute, which doesn't seem fair because how far <laughs> does he really have to go? I mean, it's, they have to, the hummingbird uh, film, that's how they have to, that's how fast it's, the sh distance is so, sh like, come on, a guy three feet, four inches doing a push up is not moving much against a, a normal, come on, unfair, right? Hmm. Come on, take a stand. You're, come on, it's not gonna, <laughs> no, come on, God, don't be so, but like, seriously. My, you know, 
lanky arms. How much further do you have to go to do no, a push-up? I, than... Yeah, no, you're you're right. Because I, I was looking at it. Numbers, yeah, you pull it a, up, right? He's... Yeah, he has a form of dwarfism where uh, his arms and legs are shorter. Yeah. So we'll just put an asterisk in there. Well, it's almost like he's the shortest bodybuilder, so he'd be like the shortest guy who did that many push-ups. Right. <laughs> I, I think it would have to be. And it's, I, I'm always amazed, just the amount of stories that pop up with Guinness Book of World Records, like everything is a damn world record. So at a certain point, it seems a little silly, doesn't it? I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah, it, it's. Guinness Book of World Records for walking backwards and picking your nose at the same time and eating Cheetos. You know what I mean? It's, it's a point. It seems stupid. Because... <sighs> want to say they charge for the record because you have to pay to get it verified which usually means oh, having it costs some money it's it this, I, I i might be wrong on that but of course um <laughs> no i assume no but it's almost like when i would do when i would do stand-up there were you would do contests and there would be people that were musicians or just or just people that wanted to be on stage and just uh, some of them were slightly homeless or something, but just the rent. It's like, Hey, you could win money or you could be famous. And it, Oh, they, that seems depressing. They just, they're just taking advantage of freaks who will give them money. That sounds like a bummer. I say at episode, I don't know what 35, we get the Guinness book of world records for fused relativity podcast done. Nobody's done more fused relativity podcasts than us. That's what you're That's saying. That's right. Yes. Well, I but, guess you can't argue with that. Okay, so it does look like if there there's multiple tiers. Like if you you do have to uh submit a five dollar administration fee every time you apply. And it can take right. up to twelve five weeks. Bucks. That's not that's not terrible. Um, but that doesn't guarantee that you've done everything right and They'll even accept your application. But, well, I'm sure they get lots of applications for people yeah. who just, you know. What would you guys do a world record for if you had to? Gun to your head. What could you? That's a that's a hard question. Uh, I was say sleeping would be nice, but I'm an insomniac, so that doesn't really work for me. So you would try to sleep. You'd set the world for yeah. longest sleeper and longest insomniac, and you would waste everybody's time. Longest and amount we, of time trying to fall asleep. We know. We know that John would go for the palest human being. Eh, not a redhead. Oh, true point. <laughs> um, what about some okay, color? So off, off, off I, I got Hey, I got to be real honest. There's nothing, at, anything remotely extraordinary happening, anything around me. So I got nothing. Okay. Oh. Hey, just, just throwing it out there. It just popped into my head. Don't at ease. How dare you guys not want to have a Guinness book? Or, you're not American. <laughs> you know what? Move back to Russia. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I got, uh, I have an interesting one. Uh, maybe not interesting, but I'll throw it out there anyway. So, so do you guys know what steak tartare is? Yes. 
it's, it's like uh, it's it's fish that do uh, black tower heroin. <laughs> so uh, I, I saw this story the other day, and it cr- cracked me up quite a bit. It was a a customer ordered from a restaurant steak tartare, which essentially is just raw steak with a egg yolk cracked on top. That's raw. And uh, I was laughing because the person who ordered it sent it back for being raw. She wanted it well done. They wanted it. <laughs> oh, and it's filet mignon, so it's like you know, it's a good. I was gonna say, of... and it, it's it's minced. Yeah, and it's real, real finely cut. And but I just laughed. I was like, what a. <sighs> If you're ordering something off a menu and you don't know what it is, like maybe ask about it. Well, how do know. you how do you know when it's wrong? If you don't know what it is, then how you complain? This is not what it's supposed to be, but you never knew what it was supposed to be. Right, and so I, there was like uh, it went viral because the the chef or the owner, whoever it was, went on TikTok and was like, "If you order steak tartare, you shouldn't be bummed if it comes out raw." Right. And he said it minced, it minced around, it danced around. That's odd. That's an odd mistake to do. Yeah. Well, and it, it it's not like it's raw raw because it's it's usually in a very acidic mix, isn't it? Eh, it can be, but not it's not cooked. So I mean like a vinegar yeah. base would essentially cook it, but yeah, steak tartare is traditionally just a raw steak. Yeah. But if it's not rah rah, was it at least pushing back, pushing back, <laughs> way back? Okay, come on. Well, you know, and that was just the thing is like, maybe do your research or ask the waiter before you order steak tartare because, I mean, it doesn't really sound that appealing to me because it's raw steak with a raw egg yolk on it. But, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. So. Don't know what know what you're ordering, people. I mean, yeah, if yeah. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try something different. What? I didn't know what that was. Well, I mean, how? I hate to say, like, as an old man, but like, Google it. Seriously, come on. <laughs> how, how how far? You know, oh, let me look at. I like everything else I do. I look it up on my phone, and then oh, that's what that is. Seems like yeah. a no brainer. Right. You're gonna Google it. It's gonna say raw steak, and you're gonna go, hmm. I don't want that. I like cooked steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least you know brown it a little bit you know let Something. me yeah make me think that it's a little cooked so that was my off topic i thought it was a little ridiculous that someone would send that back but it was also you know, I, I i agree with you but there was a joke in red dwarf that was essentially the same and Red Dwarf's kind of a not very american show so not many americans will probably understand it uh, but yeah, it was similar principle. I want to say it was a tomato ceviche. It's been so long since I've watched it, but it's supposed to be served cold. He got it, was like, "Oh, this is the soup's cold. Can I uh, have it warmed?" And everyone made fun of him. Well, yeah, because ceviche is yeah, it's cold. Yeah. yeah. So. But. My off-topic was Russia is going to beat Tom Cruise into space to make a movie. They are sending some people to shoot the movie to the ISS. Oh, they're already up there. 
that that's what it was they're already up there yeah i think when i saved this article it was a couple days yeah they launched them not too long ago the whole so crew tom's tom cruise is in space shooting a space movie no 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 he's going up with spacex soonish to do the next mission impossible in space oh which because... mission? i mean it's there up to like five or six i mean it's a bunch right yeah so at this point, it should be Mission Possible. Cause... <laughs> if, they, if they keep coming back, it just seems like a misnomer. It's just kind of like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the first four, we're like, oh, it's impossible. But I think we got this one. It's like Fast and the Furious in space. I mean. <laughs> Meet Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah, Sharknado's got to be in there somewhere just to bring all the franchises together. The fastest, deadliest sharks racing against the fastest, <laughs> deadliest street racers. Really? Yep. In, in space. In, in space. space. And they all look like dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's kind of cool, right? First time we've ever really shot a movie in space. So, I mean, I think it's that's fun. technically not true. But when I was reading the comments, someone was saying that it's technically the second movie. But I would assume the first one was either shot suborbital or on a suborbital op type thing. I think it's funny. There, uh, a lot of the um, film workers, like kind of the behind the scenes people, I guess, are striking because they're uh, for like oh you know, yeah, I saw that. hours. So I like the idea of them flying to space and then picketing and not working. <laughs> they're in space, floating around. Like, nope, we're not working until <laughs> you pay us more. Yeah. Come on, you're in space. Like, we're running out of oxygen. Pay us more money. Oh, yeah, because it, it's not SAG. It's the uh, it's the actual uh, uh, support staff. Right, SAG. That's the that's uh, the it's that's... people who really like Bob Saget. Of course. <laughs> uh, I always think of that movie, music video with him now. Not Home Alone. Not Funny so menus, stupid music video from late two thousands. John, you misspoke. You said Home Alone. He was not in Home Alone. What? What's the TV show? Full House. Full House. Jesus. <laughs> Home House. What's the? You're becoming like an eighty year old old man already. What the Home House yeah. thing? And and speaking of. Think about this. Now, we're, you know, fairly, not super close, but we're fairly close in age. Uh, Macaulay Culkin turned 40. We're, so, we, we, is that right? Wow. Yeah, so, so that sounds kid, about right. The kid from Home Alone turned 40. Is They're Home doing Alone? a remake where he moved back in with his parents because he's a struggling, <laughs> uh, you know, Gen Z or whatever. <laughs> and then he's Home Alone again. I, yeah. I was going to say... <laughs> He's your age there, Kirk. I know. So that's a funny, that's, that'd be a funny premise. Macaulay Culkin moves back in with his family and then they lose him again. He's at the bar. <laughs> he's just a blackout drunk. It's sort of like Home Alone meets, meets Bad Santa. It could <laughs> work. This, this could go places. A million dollar idea, Kirk. Um, <laughs> If movies don't make eight billion, it's a failure. Thanks a lot. A million dollar idea. <laughs> no, well, you know. <laughs> no, no. Thank you for saying it could make a million dollars and then lose two hundred million. So, <laughs> thank you. 
Well, yeah, I'm assuming Macaulay Culkin is probably, you know, he's got a pretty good uh, agent at this point, I would imagine. I don't think really? he's actually been it's, in much. No, he, no his he agent doesn't... let him go. He's been long not cute, <laughs> cute anymore. Please. He has no agent. All right. Well, then, you know, million dollars seems like it could happen. Right. He's been, he's working for sandwiches. William Shatner's 90 and he's going to go into space and be the oldest guy in space. He better be singing Rocket Man, which is a killer version. He does a killer version of Rocket Man. If you've never heard it, William Shatner singing Rocket Man is pretty funny. How how could you not? If you're flying up on the Blue Origin ship when it's going to launch, Rocket oh, Man. Oh, good God, he is 90. Yeah, he's 90. And he, he was trying not to focus on that in an interview. He They were asking him about being the oldest guy in space, and he's like, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. He doesn't look 90. Well, yeah, he's with Bezos. Bezos is working on, the, you know, the youth, the fountain of youth. So, Ugh. And Bezos right. is a dick. Yeah. I don't know. We, I All just right, one more. Yes. Reoccurring <laughs> thing. By, if anybody, by the way, if you missed last episode, Bezos is still a dick. Anyway, tune in next week. Bezos yeah. will still be a dick. <laughs> but yes, I think that rounds out the show. We've been kind of rambling for the last, you know, oh. 15 minutes, just having fun. Or but, an uh, hour and a half. Let's wrap her, yeah, wrap, wrap wrap her, her down. Half. Let's pull her in for a landing. Let's set her down. Hey, well, listen, Friday night, uh, you know, we pulled it together. Kirk, uh, good luck tomorrow with your Saturday shift. It's probably going to be hopping. Right. And, uh, Let's see if my jokes work better there. We'll test it on there, <laughs> too. I'll, I'll run Kirk's Corner live against people drinking beers. Hopefully, you'll, you know, you'll wear your new shirt to the bar soon, and then uh, we can throw that shirt on our, uh, you know, maybe get some merch going on it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. If 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 people want to buy it, how much could you just think about how much you charge them? Because if people like it, oh, hey, my buddy can make one for I don't know, one hundred million dollars. All right, that's a bit much, Doctor Evil. Okay, <laughs> probably twenty bucks. We'll say twenty bucks. Yeah, you know, seems right for a shirt. Yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah, maybe ten. Depends. Who knows? Let let me figure it out. Let me know. Talk. Have your accountant call my accountant. Actually, have your accountant find me an accountant because I don't have an accountant. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm my accountant, so I'll see what I can do. All right, let me know. Yeah. So anyway, well, for John and uh, Chris and Kirk, uh, thanks for joining us uh, a day early. John, anything to uh, add to this episode? Yeah. Are you sure it's not your birthday again, Mr. Steel yeah. the Thunder? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well everybody once again thanks for listening and we will catch you next week